Hey, TJ, what are you doing? Well, Wesley, we're talking to Keith Getty today, so in honor of that, I'm learning how to river dance. TJ, what in the world does that have to do with either the Getty's newest album, Breathing New Life into Hymns, or even hymns in general? Absolutely nothing, but it's really fun. And I missed my workout this morning at the gym. You know, flailing your legs all around like this really gets your heart pumping. Are you sure you don't want to join me? Okay, but I'm not putting on that kilt for anyone. Now you're just taking all the fun out of it. Making connections. Affecting the culture. Just doing life. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. This week on Engage Magazine on American Family Radio, we're going to be talking about uh, hymns and worship, and we're hitting a whole bunch of things, but I've got to say right up front in the next segment, we have Keith Getty. Uh, If you are familiar with the modern hymn movement at all, you know that name, you know his and his wife, Keith and Christian Getty. Uh, Absolutely phenomenal. But really quick, before we even get the show started, Wesley, what have we got up on EngageMagazine.net this week? Yes, we got yours truly. Our producer, Jeremy Wiggins, article up on biblical masculinity. What's that about, Jeremy? About being a man. About being a man. <laughs> I hope it's about being a man with it being biblical masculinity. Being a biblical man. <laughs> Even better. We've also got a good article up there. Well, I just said good. I'm complimenting myself. I, uh-huh. You you can tell it's, me if it's good. <laughs> well, it's, I edited it, so okay. I made it good. So it's so even better. There you go. It's called Breaking the Generational Mold. We take an article where we really focus on the importance of learning from the generations that's gone before us and also learning uh, how to be respectful, understanding there's differences and the time period and the culture and such on. So good good articles up there as well as I want to point you, point you to our Facebook page there tagged at the top. Is created to reflect conference, which we've mentioned in the past. It's a conference that engages putting together. We've got some incredible artists, some really good speakers. Uh, Sean McDowell, Alex McFarland are keynotes, and so really excited about that. So go check out that the conference and be prepared to go to it in the spring. Um, I want to. I'll open this up with a Bible verse. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to go along with our our discussion for today, and then I'll turn it over to you so you can introduce our guest today. Uh, this is from Ephesians chapter 5, verse 19, and it says, Addressing one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody. Remember, you got to make melody, okay? <laughs> but it's got to sound pretty. Right. Yeah. Melody to the Lord with your heart. You know, and the thing is, we um, there is a series that's going up. It's actually kind of ongoing on Engage. It's called Rediscovering. And what we do, um, or what one of our writers does, because not everybody does this, uh, but he's gone back and he's looked at some of the the hymns of antiquity. Uh, his name is Jordan Shambly. Uh, he's also the project director for mm. Engage. Uh, he wears a ton of different hats, uh, and so. But we have Jordan in studio today to talk about this incredibly important theme of him. So first off, Jordan, thank you for being here. It's great to be here, TJ. So tell me this: Where did the story of rediscovering hymns, the series, where did that come from? Well, I believe it came from some discussions we had. Um, just talking about uh, hymns and, you know, pretty much what we're going to talk about in this segment, hymns versus more contemporary worship. Mm-hmm. Um, just discussions that I've had with you and with other people and just wondering, like, what what is the disconnect, you know? Yeah, and, and that's really that's a yeah. really interesting choice of word there with the disconnect because I've got to be honest with you, and, and this is just a moment of pure transparency, oh, all boy. right? Get um, ready, everybody. Get ready, you <laughs> know, prepare yourselves. Everybody sit down. Mm. Please don't email me about this, Take but your pen and paper if out, I've though. got to be honest, I grew up hating hymns. And I mean, you know, because, and then here was the thing, we sang strong the same, I know, it is strong, and I'm a writer, yeah, I know the I know, strength of that word, but I grew up singing the same 12 hymns every 
every month, right? I mean, every every Sunday, you it got to the yeah. point I didn't even need the hymnal, uh, you know, because I just knew the songs. Now, there's a good thing of having the familiarity with songs so that mm-hmm. you know the words. You don't really, you can just sing and worship, and there's a strength in that. But also, we need new music every once in a while, <laughs> right? Sure. If we're just being honest, it can and get stale. Too, yeah, well. well, also, you can become so familiar that you no longer engage with the words. Mm-hmm. You're no longer yeah, thinking exactly. of the ideas. It's literally going through the motions, which is what it was for me, which is why I thought hymns was dead. <laughs> now... However, I have been exposed to both new hymns and new worship songs that are absolutely grip your heart and and just take it to the throne room Mm -hmm. of God, Um, and it's absolutely incredible. Now, I love the new hymns. We've got Keith Getty coming up in the next segment. He's going to talk about his latest project and different things like that. By the way, if you uh, can't listen, you can always find it at engagemagazine.net slash podcast. But what what I'm also finding are a lot of the old hymns. And by old, I don't mean from 1980s. I mean from 1870s, 1780s. Um, so, I mean, but some of these are absolutely incredible in their depth and in their beauty. You're listening to Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. We're so grateful you've tuned in this afternoon to listen to this uh, program. We're really excited about our guest coming up in the next segment to talk about the hymn project that he's working on. We have someone in studio with us, a project director of uh, Jordan Shamley who, for Engage Magazine, who's also going to talk about a hymn project that we're doing here at Engage Magazine. We're trying to rediscover hymns. You know, TJ, I did not listen. I don't listen to hymns in the car as much as y'all probably do. Mm. I'm more so listening to like, like when I exercise and I run, thinking of a hymn is like the last <laughs> thing on my mind because of the, the pace and, and, and it being so Well, yeah, and, and, but that goes into there are different uses for music That's what because I'm the same into. way. Yeah. So, yeah, whenever whenever I work out, I want something upbeat. I, I In right. fact, I've gotten to the point I can't even do something like Spotify unless I've done created a workout playlist yeah. because if I hear a slow song, my workout is dead. But, um, but I do <laughs> want to say this, though. When I go to church, we we our church the church I attend, we mm-hmm. mix it up. It's a pretty balanced. Mm-hmm. So yep. we'll we'll have a handful of hymns. In fact, it was really interesting. Last week, uh, they they took a, t- um, a week where they let the youth lead the worship, uh, and they cool. sang hymns. So the youth wow. and hope was singing hymns. <laughs> it, it was really yeah. And I know those students. Yeah. They they love some of those hymns. And, and there again, what it goes back to is they they are looking for the depth of of the especially the old hymns. Right. So and beautiful. so I think the genre of music is a preference for us. But what we want to talk about is not hating hymns. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So and and here's why. Uh, I know I'm not alone in conversations that I've had with friends. Um, there's there's this. Like Jordan had just said previously, there's a disconnect mm-hmm. between uh, between our generation and him. So, Jordan, let me ask you this. Um, why should we give hymns either a first or maybe even a second chance? Well, <clears throat> let's just go back to the disconnect real quick. Um, the main problem people have with hymns, people who do have a problem with hymns, looking at you, TJ, mm-hmm. is uh, <laughs> is uh, the the old language, the archaic language, the v, the v's and the vowels and all those things. And people are like, "Well, I can't really understand that." Um, and and I, and I will admit, like, it is hard to understand if you're just singing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you take the time and look back on them and read them, don't sing them, just read them. Um, read them line by line, uh, and we do this in the rediscovering uh, articles. Good, good. Um, we just take them apart 
and we look at what what are they saying, they're really not that difficult to understand. No, and that's the thing. Yeah. If all if the only time you're seeing the words are when you sing them on Sunday morning, mm-hmm. they're going to be difficult, and you're probably not going to get the full depth of right. the meaning. Yeah. But yeah, these things are worth studying, and Definitely. I love the way. I've got to compliment you, Jordan, uh, on the way that you formatted this, and that was 100% Jordan's idea, where he he puts. Line by line, uh, he'll do one stanza of the song and then basically writes a really short commentary on it uh, that just says, here's what's, what this singer or what the writer is is saying. So, J- Jordan, let me ask you, in this process of rediscovering hymns, thus far in this project, what's your favorite? Oh, my goodness. Um, well, it might not be published on the website yet, but my favorite is always And Can It Be. That mm-hmm. is just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not up yet. But It's not up yet. Um, but uh, in my in my own conversion, my coming to salvation, um, that hymn was so uh, oh, just so powerful, um, such a powerful tool in the hand of God. Um, just if if you ever get a chance, look up, look that up in a hymnal and come at it as if you've never heard it before. And so, yeah. a lot of people probably haven't. And so right, here's the thing: right. I've got to hit this. We've only got a few uh, a few brief seconds left. Uh, there is a role. For hymns in Amen. our private worship, right? And so here's the thing: modern if, too, absolutely. <laughs> uh, you know, one modern of the things that I love is my family and I just finished a book by Donald Whitney called uh, "Family Worship," mm-hmm. and what that's done is that has encouraged and inspired me to do family worship with my wife and, and my three kids. But what it's also done is challenged me for a private worship time where you know, yes, I have prayer time, yes, I have Bible study, but beyond that, there is something incredible about your voice, your solitary voice lifting up a hymn, lifting up Mm. the words of God in song to the throne of grace. Mm. So that's our challenge. Next next segment, you are going to hear Keith Getty. Stick around for that. Jordan, Project Director for EngageMagazine.net, thank you for being here. Thank you. All right. Next segment, if you miss it, you can always check us out at EngageMagazine.net slash podcast.